Good afternoon and welcome to show 258 of Engage for Success Radio, which is different to the one that we said we were going to do because we had a little technical issue. Uh, and today we're going to be talking to someone you know quite well and more on that later. So I'm Joe Dodds, your host for today. I'm a social engagement consultant working with the Engage for Success movement leading on digital. The Engage for Success movement is an inclusive movement committed to the idea that there's a better way to work by releasing more of the capability and potential of people at work. We spread the word about employee engagement and shine a light on good practice. And we're widely supported across the UK involving the public, private and third sectors. If you go to our website, engageforsuccess.org, you can use the link to join our newsletter list. If you tweet, then please tag us at Engage for Success with the number four. And do come and join us in our LinkedIn group. Just go to LinkedIn and search for Engage for Success. And all the social media links are uh, on the homepage as well on our website. So my guest today, without further ado, <laughs> is Kathy Brown of Capability Brown and with a new role that she's going to tell us a bit more about. So um, we haven't managed to get rid of you yet, Kathy. I think uh, it's just not going to happen, is it? No, no, <laughs> I'm going to still keep hanging on, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so great to have you back and you. Um, a little bit of insight in case anything goes horribly wrong on this recording. We're actually recording this in my caravan. We are. <laughs> this is living the dream, isn't it? It is. Something like that. Anyway, so tell us more. What are you up to? Well, I'm up to a couple of things, Joe. So as you mentioned there, Capability Brown, um, which any of you who have known me for a while will know that I set up uh, five years ago. Um, and that's my little consultancy. So I'm very happy to come and talk to people about engagement, about leadership, about cultural transformation and people. So do have a look at capabilitybrown.com to see what I cover there. But the role I want to talk to you about today, uh, I'm really excited about and I'm so glad that it's uh, out there in the uh, the wild now because I start it next week and that's working with a great organisation that we've known as part of Engage for Success as they're part of the task force and have been very supportive over the years and it's the Employee Ownership Association that I'm joining and um, as the name suggests it's an organisation which is in fact the member body for companies that are employee owned. Lovely. It's funny. I saw you sort of think then. I was every, every time I have to say Employee Ownership Association, and I have to do that because you do letters, don't you, we normally? Do. EOA. E-O-A. I always have to say the whole word in my head and read the letters. <laughs> so the EOA for future in the show Indeed. is the same thing. So um, that's just, just brilliant news. So tell us more about what you're going to be doing. So uh, I will be the operations director, and the role has been... Um, sought and and filled because the EOA has recently published the results of a year-long inquiry that it's been doing into the benefits of employee ownership for both individuals within an organisation, for the organisations themselves and for the economy and for the society. And of course for anybody again who's heard me speak that will sound incredibly familiar Mm -hmm. because that's absolutely how we talk about the benefits of engagement. And in fact employee ownership as a model is an intrinsically deeply engaging model of business. Um, it's one that is growing currently in the UK because all of the research demonstrates that um, co-owned companies are more successful, they're more competitive, they're more profitable and they're more sustainable. And a lot of that is around the um, investment and the obviously the ownership that employees feel. And what the EOA does is um, help at various points along that journey. So when companies are thinking about employee ownership as an option, We get involved to help them through that journey. We obviously have a number of membership benefits around the people who already are employee owned uh, that we that we do, including a set of awards and all of that sort of good stuff. Um, But also we try to influence the wider 
um, business sectors so that employee ownership actually becomes a viable option for people because many people don't realise that it is a sensible way forward. And what the new report demonstrates is that um, it brings increased regional resilience, for instance, where you have many small organisations and it's not an instinctive reaction when somebody retires from a small organisation as, as its owner to say, oh, great, I'll, I'll sell it to my employees. But in fact, what that does is keep the jobs going, keeps the organisation going, very often with the ethos and involvement of the original founder. And um, we have some really great examples of organisations that have already gone down this route. Um, and obviously the intent for the next year or so is to increase that hugely mm-hmm. um, and to make sure that this option is really thought of, talked of, is talked of by um, accountants, by business advisors, and so that it becomes a really viable option mm-hmm. for many organisations. It's really interesting because I think, you know, most people know that John Lewis Waitrose mm-hmm. um, is employee-owned and they, I believe, were founding members, if I remember yes. rightly, something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, I think, you know, the average person on the street probably has no concept of this and, and even in business, mm. you know, I've sort of uh, worked locally and networked for, for sort of 12 years and I, I had never really come across anybody talking about this at all until yeah. strangely last week, <laughs> which was really odd given I knew your news mm. and, um, they were exactly that. They're a 20-person IT organisation and the the guy was, I'm not sure if he's retiring mm. particularly, but um, was m- wanting to move on. And they've just gone through the whole process and he's going to continue advising, yeah. as you've just said, for you know a period of time whilst the um, employees sort of, you know, get into the groove of running it themselves but it's really interesting that you know having not really been aware mm. of it other than through Engage for Success and our relationship with the EOA not having ever really heard other people talking about it and just on my doorstep mm. you know that that very thing has just happened so um, really really interesting to hear. So Tell us more about the research. You just mentioned that there's some research that's um, been launched. There is indeed. So the report is called The Ownership Dividend, um, and you can find it at theownershipeffect.co.uk. And The Ownership Effect was the original title for the inquiry that was held. Uh, And it's a really interesting model of research that's been done. So it's taken a year. And uh, a panel was built out of um, people and organisations with a deep knowledge of work, of um, of industry, of employee ownership and a number of other factors. So people from business, people from academia, from all sorts of areas sat on this panel. The panel sat, I think, seven times um, nationally and heard and took evidence from all of these organisations that are already employee-owned. And then that was obviously synthesised and analysed by the research partners um, and the recommendations are what has just been published, published on the 27th of June, in fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lovely. And so you've mentioned some of the, the sort of findings from that, some mm. of the benefits. Let's you know talk about that a bit more. I mean, immediately, as you've said, from a, an engagement point of view, you can just see when you talk about... Uh, well, just the four enablers, you know, having that strategic narrative that everyone knows where the organisation's going, where it's mm. been, all that sort of stuff. You can see, you know, that just would naturally need to be the case if you all owned it anyway, wouldn't it? Um, employee voice is obviously, again, that naturally course. fits in with that. And, and of course, that whole organisation integrity piece being, um, uh, you know, just again, naturally baked into that. What I think is interesting, just off the top of my head, I'm just thinking, you know, the whole engaging managers piece, mm. you can see that um, if everyone's involved there's that engagement from individuals already 
I, I'm just sort of thinking, how does that then play out in terms of hierarchy and who, who makes decisions well, and all that sort of thing? I think it's a really interesting yeah. question because it's one of the things that makes the distinction between true employee ownership and models such as share ownership, which obviously many large corporates see. Mm-hmm. So in my time at BT, for instance, I absolutely was, a, you know, I owned BT shares. But the difference there was that it didn't make a significant difference to the running of the organisation. Mm. So there was no mechanism for me to have a say Mm. you know so it was simply a a shareholder relationship there was nothing more than that Mm. whereas in a true employee-owned organization uh, the the structure and the governance has changed in order to allow that influence to happen from all of the people who contribute to that ownership yeah so I think that's a really interesting point to say you know it is materially different Mm. it's not just people owning shares mm. whether they've been given or bought or whatever else mm. and there are different models for how to get into it as well mm. and um, I think one of the things that we're going to do um, probably over the next few months is have a more detailed session um, we would like to ask Deb Oxley of the EOA the CEO of the EOA mm. to come and talk to us herself with her huge depth of experience in mm. this space mm. Mm. Um, so my thing at the moment, I think, would be to say to people, if you are interested, go to employeeownership.co.uk, where you will find out a huge amount about how to actually start this journey, how to explore it, how to connect with other organisations that have already done it. Mm. And for instance, as you say, John Lewis is always the obvious one that are quoted. But I think many people don't realise, for instance, that Beaverbrook, the jewellers, are employee-owned. Right. And that um, Riverford Organics, for instance, have just gone oh. over. Um, to being employee-owned. Actually, um, funny you should say that. I was listening to, I think, the chief exec or whatever he'd call himself on Desert Island Discs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he was t- just talking about that. So how yeah. funny. is it? You, you know, these things that, that, that all happen around the same time. Mm. You know, I, don't, I hadn't really thought too much about it. And all of a sudden, you, you're now reminding me they have, exactly. Um, and we, did, we had a speaker at the um, conference a few years ago. Was it Unipot? No, was it not a speaker? Somebody like that is also employee-owned. Is it Unipod? No, no, I think you're dreaming that one, Am I Joe. dreaming that up? You oh, are. Hmm. You are. The Scottish landscape is getting to what, you. What, they didn't come to the conference or they aren't <laughs> employee-owned? I think they're employee-owned, but maybe they I didn't come to the conference. Are. Aren't they? I'm going to look them up. But anyway, <laughs> of course, I am being a bit unkind in the, on the basis that Cathy hasn't actually started her job yet. <laughs> So I will not ask any probing questions on the basis that you're doing very well having not started yet. (laughs) So you mentioned the awards uh, as well. How does that work? Um, So organisations that are employee owned um, can enter them. We run them manually. And we still are open for awards. And um, obviously, we we have a number of categories as award ceremonies go, but it is specifically around organisations that are employee-owned. And again, all the information is on the employeeownership.co.uk website. Um, And if you are an employee-owned organisation and you're not already with the EOA, then you (laughs) absolutely should be. (laughs) Oh, she's (laughs) getting a bit evangelical already, isn't she? (laughs) Um, But you should absolutely go and check it out. And, um, you know, we, as we always do with Engage for Success as well, um, what makes it real for people are the real stories of what happens on the ground Mm. and it's one of the reasons why the new report is so effective and it's one of the things that we love to do with the awards and everything else is bring out those amazing stories from organisations that have been through this so that we absolutely understand and can help other organisations that go through the same journey Mm -hmm. yeah lovely any final thoughts before we finish no I don't think so just it's obviously nice to be back (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you mean be back you haven't even gone yet <laughs> we keep hoping no of course do do stick around you're, and you're on our advisory board anyway of moving course. forwards aren't you so you're definitely not going anywhere and i foresee closer working relationships with the eoa moving forward sure. funny enough <laughs> so thank you for for joining us um and this is just a, a shorter show this week on account of the fact that um i've not got much battery life <laughs> and we're replacing as i said the uh, previously advertised show anyway but we just wanted to provide a bit of value to you so that um if you're a regular listener you're not feeling a bit bereft this week um and also obviously really good timing with kathy uh moving uh moving on and uh i think you're booked in for some time next year but we're booking into someone like april or may for yeah. the radio show at the moment so actually it was a great opportunity to jump in sneak now me in. <laughs> sneak you in when you had uh, we had an opportunity <clears throat> so um thank you for listening and um my voice is now going. Uh, next week we'll have Rowena Bark of My Kind of Fu- My Kind of Future. So I look forward to speaking to you then. Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.